0: Hey there, and welcome to the Real Happy Mom podcast, the weekly podcast for busy working moms to get inspiration, encouragement, and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. My name is Toni Ann, and you are listening to episode number 140. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. I am super pumped to be back on here again. And the reason why is I have two very fun ladies that I'll be talking to today in this episode. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but one thing that I... I guess I can call like my lifelong dream is to become a comedian. I really want to do stand-up comedy and like travel all over the place. And it's crazy because my husband always gives me a hard time. It's like, you're not funny, but it's okay. Cause I know some other people that think I am. Anyways, I have two very funny ladies on today and they are definitely going to make you smile. If not, they will at least let you like start to crack a smile over here at some of the things that happen in motherhood. And in today's episode, we talk about how Shayna and Tracy got started with the Pump and Dump Show, things that they learned from getting the show started, and how they got to a point where they were pushing too hard and didn't ask for help, and the importance of asking for help. And then we also jump into the importance of self-care and why they prefer the term self-preservation instead. Then lastly, they talk about letting go of mom guilt and some really funny things that they find in motherhood that they can actually laugh at themselves and not take themselves so seriously. So I hope you truly enjoy this episode and make sure if you haven't already, that you get the ultimate working mom guide. And this guide is a free guide that I have for you. If you go over to realhappymom.com slash hacks, there you will find the ultimate working mom hacks, which includes six of my favorite ladies who share this one question or they share the answer to this one question, which is what is one hack that makes mom life easier for you? And if you are trying to find a way to make mom life easier, more enjoyable and not so stressful, because let's just say like, I, I can always use an extra tip or a hack. You definitely want to get this guide because it is really going to be helpful for you. Go over to realhappymom.com slash hacks to go ahead and grab your copy. Now let's go ahead and jump on into this week's episode with Tracy and Shayna. All right, welcome to the podcast. I am excited to have both of you ladies.
1: Thanks We're you excited so to be for here. having us.
0: Yes, yes. So I have the beautiful Shayna and Tracy on and I'm super pumped to talk to you ladies today. But before we jump in, I wanted you to share a little bit about you and what you do.
2: Great. Well, this is Tracy. Um, So Shay and I, first of all, have been friends since the eighth grade and just like a couple years Yeah, just a couple years ago, a few years ago. Just graduated. Uh Just kidding. Um, I'm at that point in my life where I talk about like decades now, which is a real a real bummer. Um, so we've been friends since the eighth grade and um after college, we grew up in Denver. After college, we came back to Denver, or actually, we went to Do you need me to tell this story? Thank you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, you can continue. You got this. You got this. I got all my stuff. Anyway. We started a comedy show for moms when our babies were really tiny little babies. And um, we just felt like we needed a night out and we felt like moms needed a reason to get out of the house and laugh. And, and this was in 2012. Yes. So when our when our kids were super, super tiny. And we started in a bar in Northwest Denver and really just as a lark, like as something to do and just a way to get our brains back. And feel like women. And that first day, that first night, 75 people showed up to watch the show. And the next night we did it, the next time we did it, the next month, the whole place was packed and people were asking for reservations for groups of like 15 or more. And fast forward, we ended up doing two shows a month in Denver for a couple of years. Then we toured with the show nationally across the country to all the comedy clubs and theaters you can think of. And then a couple of years ago, we decided to take ourselves off the road and we've always wanted the Pump and Up show to be accessible for everyone. So we self-produced a cast out of Chicago and another cast out of LA and sort of passed the torch to other mom comedians to tell their stories with the Pump and Dump show and that was all going great until 2020, when we had to cancel everything. And in the middle of COVID, we created Band of Mothers podcast, which is kind of a continuation of our conversations that we have with the Pump and Dump show. Um, and we just explore what it's like to be a woman who also happens to be a mom. And that's our podcast. So that's our very quick
0: 30 yeah. second
2: review of our lives.
0: Yes, I love it. Love it. And the one thing that I love is the show that you guys started. And um, I was just wondering in particular, if there was anything going along that, you know, didn't really go as planned, but you're glad that you learned from it when you were starting that show.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh, I don't think anything went as
1: clear. We've made all the mistakes. (laughs) Well, you know, it's so interesting. It, it was, the whole thing was really organic. Like when we set out to start the show at this bar for free in Denver, we never imagined that now we would own, you know, that we would have founded Band of Mothers Media and like have a bomb market, you know, like we, it was, it was such an organic, organic and slow growth. So really it was the things we realized later that we could have been doing easier on ourselves. Like for example, Tracy and I never traveled for like the first three or four years with any help. So (laughs) we would be like on our hands and knees in our, you know, pantyhose, remember pantyhose, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) like, you know, plugging in cords and, and, and teaching people how to turn on
2: and off the lights so that we had some sort of tech component to the show. And we traveled with like, I think we weighed it we worked it out, and it was about 150 pounds worth of gear <laughs> that we hauled by ourselves across yeah. the country onto planes, off of planes.
1: So it was it was more like the mistakes that we made we didn't know we were making until <laughs> <laughs> until we had
2: back problems.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like... <laughs> until we like became more successful, and we're like, oh, we could actually have a stage manager. a stage manager, or we can make this easier on ourselves Um, because it's always been self produced, and our whole company is you know run by us. We just it, as entrepreneurs, just kind of made mistakes as we went.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I could definitely see how that could be really challenging, especially carrying all that equipment. But you brought up a good point as far as getting help. And that was one thing that I wanted to hear a little bit more about, because I feel like at least for the moms, maybe that it's just me and I'm around the moms that feel like they're super women, they have to do everything themselves. But um, what mm-hmm. things in particular do you find that, you know, you get help with and That you're not afraid to ask for help, I should say, so that you don't have to do it all by yourself and run yourself into the ground there.
2: Well, I think the the Pumpin' Up Show was a really great example of asking for help um, and also pushing ourselves a little too hard because we, you know, when we started when our daughter's, her son, like two months (laughs) when we did our first show. So, um, and when we started touring, A couple years later, I mean, they were still tiny little kiddos and we had a lot of mom guilt getting on planes and leaving them to go fly away to shows. So we did everything we could to make the trips as quick as possible. When they were in preschool, that meant waking up, dropping them off at school, driving to the airport, flying to a new city, doing a show, getting home at one in the morning and then getting back up at like four in the morning and taking the first flight out of that town to come back home, land in Denver, go pick up the kids, go home and cook dinner. And I'm glad we did it because, you know, it felt good at the time. i
1: like, because why? Because we can say we did it. Like, there's really, well, we should never have done that. I know. I
2: mean, it felt right at the time. But looking back, we just, we just pushed ourselves really hard. And it was, and we, I think because we didn't want to ask for help. I mean, financially, we didn't, neither one of us felt like we were in a place where we could like get a nanny or really feel that we had consistent backup, you know, when our husbands were at work or stuff like that. And it, in the, in the long run, it really compromised our health and our, like our physical health and mm-hmm. let alone our mental health. And I think that's a, it's a good parallel to just, like you said, that super mom complex that we all have, that we all have to, we have to do it ourselves and we can work and we can start a business and we can be performers and we can have toddlers <laughs> and we can be stay at home moms and work at home moms and do all the things. And it's, it's just not physically possible.
0: Yeah. And you brought up a really good point, um, being just taking care of yourselves. And that was one thing I really wanted you to touch on was the whole concept of self-care versus self-preservation, because I find a lot of times that um, is something that I, I think we just need to to get a clearer definition on what those things actually are so that we know how to do better, especially when it comes to to motherhood.
1: Yeah, you know, Tracy and I have changed a lot in the last eight, nine years That since we started the show. and As started, one does. <laughs> as one does. And meeting moms everywhere and our kids are different ages, et cetera. Um, and so when social media really took hold and ruined all of our lives, <laughs> um, we felt like the whole hashtag of self-care came with a lot of, uh, you know... It came with this kind of idea, this Instagram perfection. To to us, it felt similar. It felt like, oh, great, you just got to take a picture of going to get your nails done. When you know, ultimately, sometimes your your feet need to just go get their, you know, you need to go get your toes done, and you don't need to take a picture of it and make the people who can't get their toes done feel bad. So there was always, it just felt a little gross. It felt a little unreal, and I felt a little privileged. It felt very privileged. And so we love the term, and, and just to be completely frank, we have learned to take better care of ourselves and, and actually appreciate that hashtag and appreciate the idea of self-care much more now that we have taken a dive into that world and really understood the importance, which is why we prefer to call it self-preservation. Because we feel like as a mom, unless you can like really digest the concept that you will not survive... <laughs> unless you do some stuff for yourself, you will not be an okay person. You will not be the mom you want to be. You will not be the partner you want to be. Um, you you will forget that you are a woman for those who identify as women. You, you need to know that this kind of care, and like you're saying, asking for help, or like we're saying, just going and getting your toes done, are sometimes it has to happen for you to be an okay person and that's okay. But what this is like, it's necessary. So we thought that by hashtagging like preservation instead of self-care, it, it had a little bit more urgency
2: and that um, that's just kind of our, our take on it. And, you know, we're, we're, we always say like, I think that the gateway drug for us with self-preservation was actually starting to take baths, mm-hmm. which is something that neither of us really ever did in our adult lives And, you know, to be honest, I kind of just like poo-pooed it. Oh, it's luxurious. It's wasteful. It's time consuming. But once I realized the therapeutic benefits and the health benefits of getting in an Epsom salts bath and soaking, and I don't have a sauna, but I can sweat a little bit in the bathtub and it's just so good for you. And when I started realizing how better it made me feel, I started to prioritize the time, for example, last night. So first of all, I am I am a morning person. I'm not a night person. Like I'm happy to go to bed at eight thirty when my daughter goes to bed, but you know, you got to get stuff done. So I actually didn't even get into the bathtub last night until nine. And I didn't go to bed until 10, but that hour that I stayed up later, but doing my self-preservation was so much better than me just flopping in bed, exhausted and sort of frazzled and unbalanced. And that's what we mean by self-preservation and just sort of shifting your mindset around so that you can get, you know, get give yourself some love.
0: Yeah. And I love how you talk about the, the Instagram perfection, because that was one thing I'll be honest and raise my hand. I kind of struggled with because when I saw self-care, I saw the moms that looked like they had it all together. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm not doing it right. But then I started really looking and seeing that, okay, like, what do I need? What does Tony need right now to make herself Mm -hmm. feel better, to make sure that she's uh, a nice person? (laughs) Because I have a Mm -hmm. lot going on. And if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm not going to be very nice. And (laughs) I'm going to probably ruin a lot of relationships. And so I I like the whole self-preservation concept. And I'm just thinking about the moms that are like, okay, I hear you, Tracy. I hear you, Shana. But, you know, what can I do? Or what are some of the things that, you know, you would actually like ask yourself, like, okay, um, this is probably what I need as far as the self-preservation, because I know I have those moms who are like, yeah, I get it, but I still need a little bit more help. Like, what does that actually look like um, for, for me right now?
1: You know, I think that it's really opening up your mind and letting go of that mom guilt that we all have that's so intense. I mean, we talk about this all the time because we do love baths and we talk about it on our podcast, but the truth is that our kids are now eight and 10. And so it is different for a mom who has toddlers or, you know, who cannot get an hour to themselves, no matter how hard they try. And that's when understanding the importance of a short period of time and how much it can help. I mean, self-preservation is, is walking away and taking a deep breath. Self-preservation is reading a book while your kid is on a tablet, but the book happens to be inspiring to you in some way.
2: It could be just redirecting some of your Starbucks money. So you get the vitamins you've always been wanting. Mm -hmm. You know, it could just, it can be as simple as upping your water intake, you know, listening to
1: your podcast while you do the laundry so that you're just disconnecting for a second. And I think I certainly am guilty of putting larger expectations. Like this is a good example. Um, Tracy was, uh, was getting mad at me years ago because I wanted to make a chore chart, but I'm such a perfectionist that I wouldn't do a chore chart. No, it wasn't a chore chart. It was, it was the exit. No, oh, po- was- so it was like, she had this thing with Evie, her daughter, that was, if she had three X's, then something got taken away yeah. or it was like a, it was like a TV got taken away or something. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I want to try that. But in my brain, I needed to like design something really cute. And then like like have a colored marker or like, you know, hang it up on a bulletin board or have it as this thing that the kids would see. And Tracy was over at my house and she takes this piece of paper and she turns it (laughs) over and she just draws an X and she's like, there, there's an X. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so guilty of overcomplicating things. So when it comes to self-preservation, it doesn't have to be a day at the spa. It literally can be a, 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 a five minute, a 10 minute walk with your dog. Um, but to know the importance of it is key. To know that it really is preservation, it, it makes you understand that once you've done it, you have done something for yourself. Which, as moms, how how often are you just do
2: you stop and go, "Oh my god, when's the last time I did anything for myself?" Yeah. And in America, I feel like we we take buzzwords and then we just beat them to death until they become <laughs> exactly. so irritating and cliche that no one wants. It t- has the opposite effect. So. You know, right now everyone talks about breathing and breath work and you need to breathe. And I, I, I fought it for a long time because I hate buzzwords. And so if someone tells me to do something, I'll probably do the opposite. But then I really started realizing when I take, when I stop and take a moment and actually take a really deep breath, you realize how much you haven't breathed <laughs> deeply for like the last hour or day. And it's funny because now my new thing is when I get out of my car, I just take 15 seconds. And I look, I put my face up to the sun and I just take a huge breath of air before I leave. And when I close the car door, even if it's to get my daughter out from the back or grab stuff, groceries out of the back, I just look up at the sky and take close my eyes and take a deep breath. That's self-preservation. Yeah. She looks like a crazy person, person, but I'm okay with it. It's Denver. We're all hippies.
0: And it's funny you say that because I remember one uh it was my boss, actually, I think I was just getting super frustrated and I was just going off about everything. He was like, you need to breathe. You need. I was like, dude, if you yeah. say you need to breathe one more time, yeah. I promise I'm gonna choke I you. So, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I totally get it. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to switch things up just a little bit, because the one thing that I love about both of you ladies is the humor that you bring to things, in particular to motherhood. And so I was just um, wondering if you had any funny stories or just something that will help lighten things up, because I feel like a lot of times as moms, we take things way too seriously when it comes to motherhood. So give us one of those things that I think a lot of moms will be like, you know, beating themselves up about, but just kind of see the humor in it so that we can actually smile and laugh about it.
1: Um, we, (laughs) that's what a lot of our music is. I -hmm. would say that there's, there's one, there's a lot of music that I wouldn't be able to talk about on your show, uh, because it's a tad bit, um, not PG, but for example, uh, we have a song and these are all available on Spotify. Um, so you can go and look up, uh, or
2: Apple or or Apple or wherever, uh,
1: we have a song called don't make me get up. And the whole concept is that, um, you're, you're finally able to sit down at the end of the day or, you know, halfway through the day when you just haven't stopped because as moms, like we never stop. And then you finally sit down and your kid is like, you have to see this fort that I built or look at this hat that I made for the cat. And, and the whole idea is that, you know, I finally just sat down. I love you, but I also like when you're not around. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Yeah. So that's what a lot of our show is uh, humor like that, where it's just like, we all kind of laugh about the things we have in common And, and there isn't one parent out there who hasn't just been like, Oh my God, do not make me get up right now.
2: Please eat your food. And we just try to laugh. Mm -hmm. at. Yeah. We just try to normalize, you know, and our podcast does the same thing. Mm And we, we, we look at life through the lens of being a mom. So what we're trying to do is acknowledge that we were women first, that we are human beings who happen to be moms. It's not our entire identity. And because of that, Sometimes you just have days where you don't love it or you don't do a good job at it or you resent it or you're scared. And those feelings are totally okay because you're a human. And when you when you allow yourself to admit that, then things just get real funny because, <laughs> because we suck at it half the time. We don't know. No one knows what they're doing when raising kids. You know, it's hard.
1: We have another song about not wanting to push your kid on the swings. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody wants to push their I kid mean, on the swings. Let's nobody. be honest
0: you are very right because i remember i had that kid that would not get off the swing unless i pushed him so i i'm totally with you on that one learn
1: to pump your legs child <laughs> yes. like like how long did you have to watch them just like eh, it's eh, such eh. an awkward thing to oh it's teach so to. awkward you can't now pull it. them out and then pull them in like, and they're just so not weird. moving at all <laughs> <It's so> funny
0: <laughs> yes that is so true that was my son I, I think he was like maybe like six and still wouldn't move his legs I'm like dude like seriously oh. like you can't do it like yet like come on nope Don't and then you, you start it. to
2: judge your child and then things get real dark <laughs> but eventually they figure it out yes <laughs> the yes he,
0: he finally did he's eight he finally figured it out so yes totally oh, with you on that mm-hmm.
2: see there you go <laughs>
0: Yes. Well, thank you for that. I needed that laugh. And I am just wondering if there's <laughs> any words of encouragement or, or inspiration that you have before we sign off that you wanted to give us real happy moms. You know what's so interesting?
1: and You saying that just now, Tracy reminded me of something I didn't tell you yet. I have a, a girlfriend. We were talking about like how my um, husband is cool on the weekends about letting me sleep in. hmm And we were talking about that in a group. And I said, you know, I get to sleep in on the weekends. And then resentfully, I'm like, because I wake up every single day and do everything every other morning. And my girlfriend who um, is a stay-at-home mom, she goes, well, I sleep in on the weekends because it's my right as a mom. (laughs) And I was like, yes, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like how many more, like, can we just ever just be like, you know what? I'm a mom and I work really hard at being a mom and I'm tired and I, I get to sleep in today or I get to leave you with the kids and, and, and take a walk or whatever it is. Like, let's just say that
2: being a mom is enough sometimes. Yeah. And that you, yeah. It's yeah. It's your right to sleep. You don't, this is being a mom isn't punishment for a life of depravity. Like I like only exhaustion. get to sleep
1: in on the weekends because I do all this other stuff during the week. Like that's weird.
2: Yeah. It's like a reverse chore chart. We're yeah. on the chore chart, <laughs> not our kids.
1: That, yes. Words of
2: encouragement. Is that encouraging? That just seemed little bitter. <laughs> yeah. We're, sleep
1: in ladies. That's your that's, encouragement. You go. go ahead and find a day to sleep in.
0: Yes, perfect. That'll work. I love it. I love it. Now, Tracy and Shana, if we want to get more of you, we want to hear more of what you got online. Where can we find you?
2: Well, you can find out all of our projects and all of our Band of Mothers community outlets on bandofmothers.com. You can follow us on Instagram at, at bandofmothersofficial, at official. At Band of Mothers official. Mm-hmm. And we promise you there are Virtually no curated photos of us unless oh, they're professionally taken for business reasons. Yeah.
1: I tried to take just a, a <laughs> selfie that would take me an hour and a half.
2: Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. We don't even know. How to think. So <laughs> you're not going to, hopefully, God willing, you won't feel bad about yourself on our page because we, we don't want that. That's <laughs> not for the you. goal. That's not the goal. Um, Facebook is um, at the Pumpin' Up Show. And then the podcast. A podcast is Band of Mothers podcast. And we would love for you to subscribe. We drop every Tuesday. And We'd love to have you guys join us so you can listen in our conversations.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And I will be sure to include all of those links in the show notes. Tracy and Shayna, thank you again for coming on. This has been so much fun. Thank Likewise. you so much.
1: Thank you. It's great talking to you.
0: Now, that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have. And you actually cracked a smile or even laughed a little bit at these ladies because they are a lot of fun and so much fun to listen to and talk to. So, Go over to the show notes and get some more wonderful goodness that Shayna and Tracy have. And I promise you, you won't be let down. And if you are really up for a challenge, I am going to challenge you to find one thing to do this week that will help you with the whole concept of a self-preservation, because that is one thing that Shayna and Tracy talked about that I really want to make sure that you are implementing this week. So just do it one day. Find something, whether it's taking a bath, doing some breathing exercises, getting some extra rest, hitting the snooze button, and um, just relaxing before you jump out of the bed and tackle the day. Whatever it is that you need to do to really embody this whole thing of self-preservation. And if you want to keep the party going and want to get some more of this wonderful goodness that we have going on here on the podcast, you definitely want to join me in the Facebook good, the Real Happy Mom Facebook community. So go over to realhappymom.com slash group, and you will be able to join our Facebook group and keep this party going. Take care and with lots of love.